Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Strong Christian Female Podcast. I'm your host, Charity, and this is a community of women who want to be warriors for Jesus Christ. We are kicking off the desire to be comfortable and embracing a wholehearted abandonment to Him alone. Not through legalism, not through works, but through His grace and mercy. We're going to overcome the lies of this culture and replace them with the eternal truth of God's Word. So. Whether you're a student, a stay-at-home mom, a grandma, an entrepreneur, whether you're new to the walk of Christianity, or a veteran spiritual warrior, you are welcome here. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is the Strong Christian Female Podcast. I am Charity, and I'm so glad, so glad you're here. Partially because it means that you aren't mad at me for the other day when I was pointing out how Santa Claus is a lie. If you don't know Santa Claus is a lie, I'm sorry to break that to you. Um, But Santa was just a backdrop for what I want to get into today. Whether or not you let your kids celebrate Santa, teach them about Santa, is honestly not my point. And and I'm afraid if you took that as the point, um, you, you missed what I was really getting to, which is the crux of our culture. We create a culture of lies, and that culture starts from birth. I believe very passionately that you can create a safe, innocent, uh, appropriately guarded childhood for your kids, and you should. However, our culture is full of a ton of lies. There are lies in the cartoons they watch. There are lies in the myths we perpetuate and teach them. There are lies in the neglect of teaching them truth, even. The absence of truth will be filled up with lies assumptions maybe, um, but lies all the same. And either we're playing a part in teaching them the truth, or we're playing a part in teaching them lies. There's really no other way around that. I've watched cartoons with my kids and had to literally sit and discuss it afterwards because of how many lies were in there. There, there are some cartoons by famous studios that I've stopped and gone, um, no. Or we watched once and I talked to them later and said, we are never watching that again. Here's why. You guys, there's lies about sexuality in cartoons now. There's lies in all sorts of things. And and if you don't have kids, don't turn off the podcast because it's really not just about having kids. Those lies might have been taught to you. Those lies may be a part of your life. Those lies and nuances in our society don't stop in childhood. Those lies in movies perpetuate into teenage movies and innocent college movies and television shows and media. And we bombard our lives with the presence of constant information. And by and large, almost all that information contains a lie if it's not from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do I think we need to never watch television shows again? No. Do I think we need to set a much higher bar for what we're allowing to ingest into our soul and our mind and our body? Yes. I think it is a fallacy to think. I I know it is a fallacy. The Bible speaks about truth. Truth is freedom. Lies aren't freedom. Yes, there are fictional stories that are wholesome and good and even maybe even dynamic in action and maybe even have some war scenes in them. But the, the essence of that story is good versus evil, truth versus a lie. And it is still good in that it teaches you good moral value. There are many books out there that are that teach moral value. I would say most of them aren't modern books. I don't know if you've strolled through a Barnes and Noble these days. The cover of fictional books are 
either highly occultic and demonic, very scary and strange, um, overly sexualized. They're just pushing an agenda and it is not light. And I'm talking in the teen section, the teen section, the young adult section. The adult section is just pure smut half the time, or it's just blatant falseness. We have become so used to ingesting lies, we no longer seek truth. And our culture perpetuates it by blinding us to the truth because we have set up this force field, as it were, of lies. Here's what the Bible talks about. We're, again, going back to it all started with the man in the red suit. And it's because the man in the red suit is a common mythos, a common lie. Yes, he was a real man. There's the legend of Santa Claus. I don't have issue with any of that. What I'm really trying to highlight here is the fact that from a young age, kids are lied to a And then those kids become adults. You're an adult. Who told you Santa was real? If they did, they thought it was fun and sweet and funny and cute. And I'm not saying it wasn't. What I'm saying is, however, there comes a time when those lies must end and truth must be embraced. And sometimes people aren't ready even for adulthood because they've lived a childlikeness that isn't God's childlikeness, but is childishness. And when they're forced to grow up because their age deems they leave the house and they get a job, that pretend fantasy princess culture world we've created for them, it, 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 it's not only shattered, some of them get angry, upset, some of them get ang- anxious, some of them get depressed, suicidal. It, we have created a very fragile society of adults because as children, we didn't see the line clearly between allowing them to have these beautiful moments of imagination and run and carefree and, and, and yet giving them at the same time truth and responsibility. Those two things aren't opposite. Childlike curiosity and creativity and adventure and imagination do not stand in opposition to truth. I need you to hear that. Your beautiful, joyful personality, your curiosity, your who God made you to be does not stand in opposition to also knowing him as your Lord and Savior and seeking him in all you do. He's not going to strip away who he made you to be because you seek truth. He's just going to replace what the world is labeling you rather than leave you alone to your own devices. You give in to the lies of the world and you become ultimately what the prince of lies, the father of this world, the, the God little G of this world tells you to be, which is a lie. So I was once told by a man not a Christian. He said to me, do you know why parents get mad at your kid if they tell other kids there's no Santa Claus? And I mean, I just thought like, I just assumed they wanted, you know, obviously they want their kid to go along with it. And I said, I just kind of paused and blinked because I wasn't sure where he was going. And again, this non-believing, non-Christian man said to me, because once your kid shatters that reality, they now know their parents are liars. And he wasn't trying to make a joke and he wasn't mad at me. And I stood there in that truth and thought, wow, that is what it boils down to. Now, again, you gotta hear past the Santa Claus metaphor. You've gotta hear what I'm saying. 
How many people do not want you speaking truth in their lives, do not want you to speak truth into the lives of others, do not want you to seek the truth of God for yourself, because once you do, it will shatter the lies of this world and expose the prince of darkness and the God of this world as the liar that he is. The world doesn't want you to call a lie a lie because who they serve is telling them to bow to those lies. Once you start telling this world what is truth, it will shatter the lies off of their lives and he's lost another soul. So you will feel opposition when you speak truth. You will feel opposition from the world when you do that because if parents are mad at your little kid for telling the truth, they're sure as heck going to be mad at you for speaking the gospel of eternity into their lives. Okay, so let's jump into scripture. First, John 8, 31 through 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If we seek God's truth, his truth will set us free in our finances, in our financial turmoil, in our marriages, in our families, in raising our children, in our job situation. God's truth It's all in there. That book is not thin. There is a lot of truth to soak up and follow and abide in. And it's going to set you free from the bondage of this world. It will set you free from caring so much about what other people think too. We're going to get into that later this week, the fear of man, but it's going to set you free. First Kings 17, 24 says, and the woman said to Elijah, now I know you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. Now, Elijah had spoken to this woman and here's the deal. He said truth and it happened. He exposed truth and she saw it. And when she saw that it was true, she knew him as a man of God. How many people do not know us as people of God because we won't speak truth into their lives? They don't know us as any different from anyone else in this world because we don't speak truth into their lives. But once we speak truth and things happen and follow suit as according to God's plan and we expose truth in their lives, they will turn to us and say, how did you know that? How do you know? Whether it's honestly blatant prophecy, a word of knowledge. Ladies, I'm not trying to get spooky on you, but there is a whole other element to your walk, your spiritual walk that maybe you're not tapping into. And and I get it. God does not give me words of knowledge almost ever. There has been instincts and gut feelings and pushbacks and get out of here's in my life where I knew it was the Holy Spirit. There have been times he has spoken to me, but I'm not necessarily someone who looks at a person and can read their mail. However, I need you to hear me. God does offer that gift to us and it's to keep you safe and to set others free. It's to keep you safe and to set others free. But if we never speak truth, the world will never see that we serve the Lord God Almighty. Psalm 15 says, O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? So who can be in your tent with you? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart and does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest, who does not take a bribe against the innocent, he who does these things shall never be moved. Okay, we are to speak truth. We are to not slander 
So there's a way to deliver truth that is not slanderous, but we are to call out truth. We don't do evil to our neighbor. We aren't gossiping about them. We're not getting on Instagram and just, right? But we are speaking truth. We're not taking up bribes against the innocent. Like we aren't attacking people when we don't know enough information. But, but we need to understand. We want to be known as people of God who in speaking eternal truth, we are recognized by people around us as the followers of him. Because without truth, the world will never see a difference in our lives. They are following the, the God of this world. They are following the prince of lies. And only truth can shatter the spell they're under. And if we don't show truth to our children, to the children of this generation, to teenagers, to college students, if, we, if you're listening and you're a college student and you don't have kids, you still need to listen to this. If you aren't representing Christ to the people around you with boldness, and I'm not saying getting in their face and being rude, but with boldness when the Holy Spirit lays it on your heart to speak, and that you speak it, they will never see that you are any different than them. And I'm sorry, ladies, but are you kidding me with the let's do as the world does, but say we're Christians thing? We're done with that. I don't know who put that into motion, but that is ridiculous. This, I can talk what I want. I can speak trash. I can sleep with my boyfriend. I can live with my boyfriend. I can go get drunk with my friends. I can have marijuana. I can do whatever I want, but Jesus loves me because I sing worship songs every once in a while. So we need to understand that the truth will set us free. But in order to do that, we must be willing to go against sometimes foundational strongholds of culture. And again, I used Santa Claus as an example because that is a massive cultural influence. And I'm, I'm, I'm perhaps more akin to those of my, uh, my Christian friends in Africa who are very bold with truth. But they are just as bold with the truth of Jesus Christ and how he will set you free. And they are just as bold with the, with, the, with the truth of Jesus Christ and how the Holy Spirit is there to help you and how the Holy Spirit will lead your life and how he will cast out demons because they've seen it and how he will heal the sick because they were the sick and how they will set it, how Jesus Christ will set you free and the Holy Spirit will help you. They are far more concerned about that truth than the lies that we're perpetuating to, I don't know, they think it's comforting. I don't know. They don't think lies are comforting to children. They think the truth is because one woman in particular named Sean, I don't know if she's listening to this, but I hope she hears this someday. She told me her story and her story was this. She was laid up in a bed, sick and dying. And she kept cyclically, you know, falling asleep from being so weak and sick. And and women would come through who were not Christians and they would pray. And when, and every time she hated sleeping, because she said every time I would sleep, she would get, you know, she would have these demonic, scary night terrors, nightmares. And she was always full of fear and she was scared. And these women would come through and they, and they and, and maybe even some men and they would pray for her and she would and, and when they would pray she had no peace and she said one woman would come through and silently pray for her and then a peace would fall on her and she would not have nightmares and she would sleep and she said it was the only peace I had so she would always look forward for this woman coming and it wasn't it wasn't every day I don't think it sounded like it was every once in a while and one time she happened to be awake and strong enough when the woman came in the room and 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 she 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 asked her if I remember the story correctly, she grabbed her arm and she said, please tell me who you're praying to because when you pray, I have peace. And the woman said, are you sure you want to know? And she said, I do. And, and Sean lived in a Muslim country and she was from a Muslim family. And when this woman told her, I pray to Jesus Christ and she explained who he was and Sean had already had that peace that passes all understanding in her life when this woman simply prayed for her and laid hands on her. And Sean started serving Jesus Christ that day, started being a follower of Jesus. She was healed. 
And then she was quickly ostracized from her family because they refused to allow a Christian in their home and she fled. She fled her own country and went to another country. And she's alive today. And she, you can't shut this woman up about Jesus Christ because the lies in her life that got her in that sick bed, on that deathbed, gave her nightmares and ruined her life. The cultural reality of where she was from was killing her because it was lies. And when someone spoke through those lies and gave her the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and shattered that world of lies she was living in, that deceptive, evil lies she was living in, she will never go back to those lies to appease anyone, to even appease her own family, to even go back to her own country. She is now a stranger in a foreign world, but she is with her brothers and sisters in Christ and she's never going back. She doesn't care if she dies. I mean, the woman doesn't care because She knows the truth. So are we willing to do the same thing? Are we willing to say, I am done with the lies of this culture, whether they're coming in through media, whether they're through books, whether no matter what they're from. And again, I'm not saying there's nothing good out there, but I am saying it's pretty darn rare and really hard to find because the lies, I I, I ask, are you willing to pray that God expose the lies in your life, whether they are lies that have been there since you were a kid or whether they're new, fresh ones? Because you're watching a show on TV and you've bought into the character arc and all the interesting things in that storyline. And you're questioning your own faith because this cultural lie is being told to you, oh, it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's their right. They have every right to do that. This is fine. This is not a... How many lies in our culture, including the brutal death of innocent babies because of abortion? That's, that's an obvious one. But what about the twisted the twisted truths about sexuality that are being taught to our little kids, little kids who are being told, you can be whatever you want. You can even change genders. Here, here's some hormones, jab it in your arm, start chopping off body parts. You guys, that is sick. And so many of us are just going along with it because what are you going to do? They were born that way. What God do you serve? Do you think God is such an inept God that he accidentally trapped an elephant in a mouse's body? Oh, man. Oh, you guys, that is f- weird, freaky deaky. It's a, it's a weird mix of New Age and Buddhism. It's like reincarnation and uh, you can choose your... That, that's like... It, it's, it's so many. If you study other religions, it's just a hybrid of demonic lies. But some of us are becoming really passive to those lies because we're like, well, I'm not supposed to say anything because then my Twitter following is going to go down and they're going to say I'm a terrible person. Come on. My friend Sean left her whole family to seek Jesus Christ. She was kicked out of her family for fear of death, but she wasn't going to let her family's opinion and lack of truth define her relationship with the creator of the universe. And you want to hear someone talk out about the lies of this world? That woman is a fire, a fire starter. And she's not, she's one of dozens. Even in our own country, there are people who are on fire for Jesus Christ. A holy fire follows them. We, we like to label them as extreme or crazy or because we don't want to look crazy and weird, but I'm here to tell you, blending in And camouflaging yourself in with the world leads you to death. We will talk about that in a few days. The fear of man, the way we camouflage our way into society. God is not a God of camouflage. There are no secret agents in his kingdom. That's not a thing. He doesn't put you on, hey, I'm going to have you like 
be a part of the world and no one's ever going to know you're a Christian ever. You're never going to stand out. Shh, just our little secret. It's you're, you're on a reconnaissance mission. There's no reconnaissance mission, please. Unless you are literally a spy for our country trying to get this, not a thing in God's kingdom. You are or you aren't. That is it. There is no middle. And ladies, some of us have been taught lies our whole lives, and it is time to break them off. Lies about what you are created to be, lies about who God made you, lies about what is and is not of God that isn't biblical, lies of shame, lies of pain, and lies that the sin that you've committed in your life and repented for is never going to go away. That is a lie. Lies that you can never seek holiness. Lies that you can never be Christ-like. Lies that you will never have the power of Lord Jesus Christ. The thing is, and I need you to wrap your head around this, the disciples lived alongside Jesus. And then when he left, he said, it is better that I go, that I leave you so that who my helper may come, the Holy Spirit. It's better that I'm gone because you're going to do more with the Holy Spirit than you ever did with me. Well, you know what? The Holy Spirit never left. He's still here. Every day of our lives, he's with us. And yet we pretend and pretend and pretend that he is long gone. And I can't wrap my head around it. I can't. But I'm here to tell you the truth. Jesus Christ is alive. And the Holy Spirit is here. And the world needs to know because they're dying. But they're never going to know if we aren't willing to combat the cultural lies and speak truth. So let's pray and get this thing going. Jesus, we seek only you. We seek your love, your faith, and your truth. We want to speak truth into other people's lives, it, whether it's a card in the mail, whether it's, it, whether it's a conversation with a neighbor, whether it's when a boss asks an opinion and we are invited to speak truth in a situation that is shrouded in deceit and lies. We are called to speak truth because the truth will set people free. Lies don't set people free. Being super, super, super nice and choosing to never say anything doesn't set anyone free. It says your kindness, God's kindness leads us to repentance, but God's kindness means we speak truth. We don't perpetuate a lie. So Jesus, I ask right now that you give us boldness and bravery as well as kindness and gentleness and self-control, that we navigate the waters of conversation with love and grace, but we don't shut up just because we're combating a cultural lie. Give us opportunity that we know is of you and not petty arguments. Let us stand up for your truth no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies, it is time to slice through the fog of lies that our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, as well as the world is in. We're done with this. We are done with playing nice with the enemy. He's on our battleground. We're not on his. And truth will shine a light in the darkness that others around us are absolutely stuck in. Let's do this. Let's do this together. In Jesus name. Have a great week. We will see you in a couple days.